Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Joe LaSala, VP of Marketing at Analytic Partners. Joe, it is great to have you on the show. It's great to be here. Thank you. So tell us about Analytic Partners. Yeah, Analytic Partners was founded in 2000 by our CEO, Nancy Smith, and we're a global leader in measurement and optimization. So we, we provide analytic solutions through technology and services and data science with some of the largest brands in the world. And really, it's all about turning data into expertise and helping to get to better decisions faster. So what, what we offer at the core is what we call commercial mix analytics which brings in all of the business, external, internal drivers, controllable, non-controllable, and then this multi-dimensional modeling and machine learning and things lots of smart people do to help the clients plan, forecast, optimize their business. Okay, very good. And so as VP of marketing, it's your job to tell the company's story, to get the word out. So who are you telling that story to? Who is your main audience or who are your main audiences? And what are your biggest challenges in getting their attention? Well, I will tell you, it is a challenge because the folks I'm trying to speak to are like the marketing and business leaders at some of the world's most well-known brands, right, and businesses. And they oversee multinational, uh, huge portfolio, global efforts, and they aren't an easy bunch to impress. And, you know, and right now they're, they, because there's been so much disruption in within data and analytics and advertising and Obviously, COVID and different privacy regulations, it's, they, they've been hearing so much noise. And so that, that's a challenge to overcome because you really have to rise above that noise. And to be honest, there's, there's been a real disappointment in measurement and a lack of trust. We've seen quite a few businesses who, who come to us a bit burnt out from past experiences. And I think there's been a lot of promises made that that have been kept in terms of what you're able to do. You know, there's all these promises of of user level data, 360 views of of customers, you know, multi-touch attribution, and really the idea that you're going to understand every customer and every every touch point and, and, and enable to optimize against them. Not necessarily true. It was never going to work the way it was planned. And now with data deprecation, the loss of the cookie, privacy rules, that's never going to happen. So there's really, that's something to overcome. And really, so you really have to, to give content that's real value, that's, that's that, to rebuild that trust in things that are true. Mm. So that, that's always a lot of fun. Okay, right. So I know you put a lot of thought and effort into thought leadership. Mm. And specifically, as you were just describing, in leveraging the company's internal data and insights to create thought leadership that is going to cut through the noise and that is going to foster the, the trust that maybe has been lost. Because there's a lot of stuff out there, as you were saying, that makes claims that they're not so well backed up. Or that yeah. it doesn't pan out. So, so first of all, let's let's define that term because it gets thrown around a lot. Thought leadership. So, what does that mean in your view? That's a good question. Well, quite a bit of it is delivering information that has has value that can sometimes put a line in the sand and say this is true, this is not true, or this is where data is showing. These are trends, but. The thought leadership that drives most value isn't isn't uh, necessarily have 
something that helps necessarily promote you, but it, it's it's that that value exchange. It's it's finding finding information that can help um, that you you potentially have as a vendor that can help the the potential client do their job better. And we, we you know I mentioned there's just so much noise out there and. These companies, a lot of companies in the space are, are very much about smoke and mirrors and driving excitement about the next shiny thing. And we, we are at the disadvantage of being a company that, that tends to be uh, honest and tell, tell the straight stories. And honestly, as a marketer, the truth is sometimes hard to sell, right? It's not shiny. It's not, it doesn't tend to be real, real flashy, but building up that trust and respect is, is really important for, for us as a company. And while uh, sometimes it's hard to get headlines with, with that, it's, it helps build those relationships and the trust before folks are customers and then, and then after their customers. And so it, it, those facts and, and we're analytical people, you know, as a, as a company and we're not salesy. And so it's been after for the company. Okay. So it sounds like that's your strategy for yes. doing thought leadership in a way that is going to distinguish you from other yeah. companies that maybe are a little flashier or putting stuff out, maybe getting more initial attention, but not building the same kind of trust. So how do you do that? What's an, what does that look like? What's an example of some thought leadership, things that you guys do that help set you apart? Sure. We're, we're real fortunate because we've been around for over 20 years now. We've been collecting this intelligence, marketing intelligence over that time. And it started out as what was once just a database. And now it's really developed into a, a solution that we call RY Genome. So analytic partners, RY Genome is, is, is our marketing intelligence solution. And primarily it was designed to help our clients understand benchmarks where their ROI should be compared to other other companies similar to them or to inform our platform on on you know different benchmarks but it's gone beyond that because we're able to use it for data assessment we're able to do it for real quick wins on areas that a company may not have worked in but i was excited when i joined analytic partners because i can use that that data set and really understand what our trends we're seeing in industry what what are best practices what are what, what what are the information that our clients could want to know about halo effects or how offline and online advertising work together or how to best approach brand portfolio master brand versus individual brands and so we've been rolling out these ROI genome intelligence reports using that data and really giving away in a way you know the 20 years of intelligence that we're building up to help the industry understand how advertising works. And really, you know, our goal is to educate the marketplace and to to show that value. What's what's kind of interesting, though, is, you know, you think, well, you can, you know, you have all this data, you can say things like, you know, this works better than that. And you should do this as this kind of company. But the answer is 90% of the time, the answer is, it depends. But RY Genome does a really good job of showing what it depends on. So yes, it depends, but it depends on these things. And this is what you need to keep in mind. And these are the different levers that, that you're going to have to pull. And so it's never, again, even even with this sort of thing, it's, it's never going to be something that we can, you know, a bright and shiny thing. It, it, the, the truth is is often more complicated than that. And But it's really the ROI genome really shines at that because it, we cannot not only do reports with it, we do webinars, it presentations, industry training with um, different associations. 
So it's been really valuable core of our thought leadership and our content marketing and our value proposition. Now, I know that this type of thought leadership marketing isn't directly related to like a selling proposition, right? In a, in a piece of content, you're not selling a thing. It's not an advertisement. But in the larger scheme of things, of course, all marketing is meant to help drive revenue, including this kind of thought leadership stuff. So even if it's in a more roundabout way. So, so for you guys, how does this kind of content marketing, this sort of thought leadership focused content marketing ultimately help drive revenue? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I have to market the company and uh, we have a pipeline and, and, and all that we, we need to work on. And so of course, we, we gate a lot of the content. And so we build those relationships with the right people, but also it's used for PR and, you know, exceeding stories out there about those insights we're seeing and try to keep it timely and react to what's going on in the world. We also use it for our sales outreach, our, our our BD team is always looking for to reach out to folks that they're nurturing and in, in the pipeline, delivering you know insights that they know are going to be specific for that vertical or for that role, and it really helps as you know, building up that relationship over time. Okay, it's right. All about relationships, and so this yeah. is a long play. Yeah, and and then it's 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 you know working with you know they 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 also then work with the teams to understand the market and how our technology can enable the knowledge for them because the RY genome, like I mentioned, it's it's where we get our insights from for this content, but it's also a solution that can help help our clients through our technology. Awesome. So, what's a marketing trend that you think is maybe overrated? Hmm. Well, I already picked on user level targeting, but that's really goes hand in hand, I, I think, with what I don't know if you invented the term, but he's a uh, Mark Ritten that talks about a lot and made it a little famous, but a short termism. It's 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 really about looking at that. What what's going to drive impact right now? And you know, so that tends to we see it with brands we work with it tends to be performance advertising and the focus is on the lower end of the funnel and really, really can see the impact. And, what that really comes down to, right, is if you're not, if you if you really don't have a sophisticated measurement in place and you don't know the impact of brand marketing, of the stuff at the top of the funnel, of the long-term value of certain tactics, you're going to, you know, manage to what you measure. And that's that's dangerous because if you're not measuring enough, you're always going to be focusing on the short term. And, you know, to plug an insight from ROI Genome that's always top of my head is that brand advertising actually outperforms performance 80% of the time in the long term. And that especially happens during times where like the past year where everything was up in the air. So the focus on brand for the clients we've, we've seen succeed, that's, that's been really important. Excellent. So final thoughts, Joe, based on your experience in marketing, what's something that marketing and communication professionals can start doing today right now to improve their thought leadership content? Well, I, I really think that there is something like analytic partners, ROI genome in every company. And it's not necessarily a technology or a solution, but there is a, a source of intelligence that maybe it's, it's stored in one person's head in smaller companies, or maybe it's, it's, it's in, it's a file folder or a collection of slides, but there, there are those internal knowledge that core intelligence has been built up that that you can leverage to benefit 
your marketing and to help clients and to help educate the industry. And being generous with that knowledge is, is really important and, and can help your business get out there and build awareness. Excellent. Be generous with your knowledge. I like yeah. that. <laughs> well, Joe, you've been very generous with your time and your knowledge. So thank you very much for a great conversation. Happy to do it. And thanks for having me on. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.